For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. And welcome to the 12th Man Rising Seahawks podcast with Kevin Daggett and Lee Val. I'm Lee. Kevin, how are you? I'm super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so the Seahawks uh, offense looked tremendous uh, once again on Monday Night Football as they defeated the Bears 36-3. Your thoughts? Yeah, good. It was awesome. Fantastic performance. What a great hire, Brian Schottenheimer. I had my doubts when they brought him in this offseason, but he has made Russell Wilson a, a much better quarterback. I mean, they're feeding Chris Carson the ball. Uh, Rashad Penny is every bit uh, a great running back so far. Just fantastic things from the Seattle team. Yeah, he's in, Penny looks like he's in good shape, you know. And everybody's not, everybody's, you know, their cardio is really good, running a lot. Is. The only thing I would worry about with the cardio is Chris Carson, look, he looked tired to me uh, in the second quarter, and all the special teams plays may have, may have set him back. But, of course, we're, we're joking except for the last part because that was Pete Carroll's uh, – what he said, that the reason they didn't give Carson any carries after 11.50 was left in the second quarter and didn't run at all. The team didn't run at all in the third quarter. Six plays, six passes. And uh, then the fourth quarter, it was all Rashad Penny. Carson didn't play. He was on the, you know, he, he looked, Carson on the sidelines looked like he was in the game. It wasn't like he was out of sorts or anything, and there was no confrontation or anything. It didn't look like he was in trouble. But Brian Schottenheimer once again failed to call any kind of game plan that would make sense or play calling that would make sense. Uh, Russell Wilson looks like he's lost at quarterback. It looks like whatever Schottenheimer has tried to get him to do this preseason uh, training camp and the first two weeks of the season, he's holding on to the ball longer just because he seems like he wants to do what the offensive coordinator wants him to do, and he's just afraid of making a mistake or just confused. And it can't just be the fact that Doug Baldwin is not out there because he has good receivers and he's used to playing with Tyler Lockett. Um, You know, We'll, we'll, we'll get into some. There were some good things in, in week two, even though they lost to the Bears, of course, uh, 24 to 17. Um, of course, Russell Wilson was really 17 17. Russell Wilson helped him out with that touchdown in the fourth quarter, did the help the Bears out. But just, what are your thoughts on the offense of Brian Schottenheimer and, and just the fiasco it seems to be so far through two games? <laughs> yeah, fiasco is about really all you can say. I mean, there's no running game what did they run the ball 19 times something like that i mean not even 20 times running it and <laughs> the offensive line's one thing i mean but wilson you you got you hit it on the head wilson does not look comfortable obviously he's lost a step or a half a step at least he's holding on to the ball too long he's not getting out of the pocket things are just collapsing on him and you know some of that's on the offensive line but some of that's on him i mean he's just not and I don't know if there's coverage down the field good or what, but he's not making accurate passes. He's overthrowing people. Those balls that he used to throw up there in the last couple of years, just lob up there and, and, you know, Baldwin or whoever would run underneath and catch him. Those aren't going in. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it is a complete disaster right now. And, 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to fix it. But you know, and that whole thing about Chris Carson. Are you kidding me? A professional <laughs> athlete is tired after the first quarter because he ran too many, a couple special teams plays. Literally two. Oh, Literally oh. a couple. Yeah. That's horrible. I, I can't even believe you'd say that. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's. I think that's the part that's most frustrating, or one of the most frustrating things about it, is the fact that you know that's discoverable. How many plays are running on special teams? Literally, Chris Carson had two. He wasn't winded from playing special teams, and it just didn't make any sense. I mean, even if he was tired in the fourth quarter, and why you want to? The way he made it sound was like, oh, they wanted to see what Rashad Penny would do in the fourth quarter. Why not do that in the second quarter, for instance, or or the third quarter? Maybe run a play and use Rashad Penny to run that play instead. Or of in the preseason. Yeah, I mean, well, let's figure it out I mean, before he, the he, damn season starts. True. I, I mean, he he was set out because of the injury in the preseason. Right. Mostly. But I, it's it's still I I just it made no sense. They didn't even run Carson eleven fifty out of the, after the second quarter. I mean, maybe the the Seahawks were not running the Bears over, but. Carson looks good when he gets the ball. I mean, he he might get. They didn't have any negative running plays early in the game. It wasn't like he was running ten or fifteen yards downfield, but he was getting four yards. You know, they they just they're so inconsistent. I mean, they come out and they they first five series were all punts, and that was just. Daryl Bevel looks really good right now. He's not that good of an offensive corner, but he looks better. At least he got Russell to run the ball. He got him involved in the running game. It looks like Schottenheimer doesn't really want to get Wilson out wide. He doesn't want to roll out. He doesn't get the ball to the tight end. I mean, he should get the ball to the tight ends, at least on dump-offs. I mean, they're throwing it downfield. Thank goodness Will Disley has been as good as he has because he actually is doing something when he gets the ball. I, I mean, I have no words about what Schottenheimer is doing. If this continues the next couple of weeks, I think they fire him. Because at they, this point... They should. I mean, and, and you think about this. I go back and forth with a couple couple buddies of mine on text, and we've, we've been going back and forth for a while now about this. And, you know, Schneider's, he's been living off that 2012 draft ever since that 2000 draft ha- 2012 draft happened. Since then, everything's been a complete disaster and it's like, dude, you, you can't, you know, hey, we drafted a couple guys in the fifth and sixth round in the late rounds, and they turned out to be superstars. Um, that's a bad business plan now. It's, <laughs> it doesn't seem to be working, so let's change the business plan. And to be honest with you, I mean, is it time to, is it time to fire Schneider? I mean, yeah. What, yeah, I mean, what's it's... the deal? I mean, seriously, yeah. the, guy, the guy is not performing. He's, it's just, it's a complete disaster. And, you know, Schottenheimer one thing but you know and then they and then they cut uh cut johnson who who gets picked up immediately by the vikings which we knew he was gonna do was he that bad i mean come on i mean it's yeah, insane they, they, they made they've made such bad personnel decisions that they had to cut to make room for needed positions that are even thinner they had to cut the defensive tackle the starting defensive tackle who's proven in this league that he can not only be a, a good run stopper, but it's actually supply some interior rush. And they, they let him go because they needed to pick up a, a safety basically is what it turns out. A, and a backup safety who never even got on the field because the other positions they've, they have are just so thin at talent. And it's just like, I, I never understood the Tom Johnson thing. Let somebody else go. I mean, let 
sorry, let Puna Ford go. Let somebody go. Not Tom Johnson. His his guarantee his salary was already guaranteed. So it made no yeah. sense. And it, it wasn't no that sense. much money. I mean, seriously. No. You know, you take you take a look you take a look at team like the and I hate to do this, but it's you know, I, I got to because you take a look at the team like the Patriots. Okay, the Patriots, they're they're a consistently good team every year with who? Tom Brady and a bunch of no names. Okay. Every year somebody from that somebody else from that team new becomes a superstar. And they pick up these random players off of waivers waivers and they make them good. I mean you know, Josh Gordon, who knows what's going to happen to him? He's he's kind of a problem child. I really don't know that, you know, the Patriots might be the good team for him because they can might be able to keep him in check. I don't know that the Seahawks would have been a good fit for him because there's not a lot of discipline mm-hmm. in that locker room. There hasn't been for a number of years, evidenced by some guys who aren't there anymore. But, <laughs> I mean, it's <sighs> – I don't know. I mean, but you look at that. You look at the way they structure their their team, and they're always good. And it's a bunch of no names. They pick guys up off waivers, and guys get cut, and they pick them up, and they say, "Hey, come on over," and they make them good, and, and people become superstars. Uh, the Seahawks. I don't know, man. It's it's a um, I what I say ten and six at the beginning of the year. I think so. We're yeah. lucky that we six and ten. Is a is a long shot at this point right now. If you go through, you know what they've lost so far, and and I mean, who are they going to beat? The Cardinals? Maybe the Niners once? Yeah. I mean. right. Well, the Cardinals stink. I mean, that's a good thing in their favor because the Cardinals are horrible too. Um, and, and I mean, I guess let's let's talk about some good stuff because you know I mean this is an easy show. The offensive is atrocious, but you know on the flip side, as bad as I thought, the higher I I never thought the Schottenheimer hire was that good, but they they lost both coordinators and they lost Chris Richard, which was still weird, and they brought in Ken Norton Jr. and I was like, eh, but he actually for what he had on the field, not that Mitchell Trubisky is the greatest quarterback ever, but the Bears are not bad offensively, but what he what he had missing Wagner and Wright and you know and down to the eighth string quarter right cornerback it feels like, I mean he. They put out a game plan, except for that first drive. They don't. They didn't gain 200 yards the rest of the game. So I thought the defense, especially Earl Thomas and Bradley McDougald, who who both are Pro Bowl players and good start in the Pro Bowl right now, I feel like the defense is doing okay. What do you think about at least Ken Norton Jr.'s job that he's doing as opposed to Schottenheimer? Yeah, the defense well, yeah. kept him in that game. I mean, I don't, I don't know how the hell we were in that game except for the defense, but let's get this out of the way right now. Okay. It's time to, it's time to extend Earl Thomas. Let's go ahead and just do that tomorrow while we're at it. Now, that I mean, would, I be, that would be a wise move. So that's not, something I, th- I think he's, well, you know, he's proved himself now. He's the number one safety in the league. Um, I, hopefully he can stay healthy and let's just get that out of the way. So we're not talking about that. So he can get on the field and lead these guys. And cause if we don't, after uh, Sunday's game, he may be on the plane with Dallas and go back to Dallas <laughs> with him. But and that's, that's but but you're right. The defense kept him in the game. Uh, I think uh, Shaquille Griffin's going to be a going to be a superstar. You know, I miss uh, Richard Sherman right right about now because boy, nice be nice to have Sherman at one corner and Griffin at the other corner. That'd be that looks pretty good right now. But you know, we got what we got. Um, yeah, I guess Coleman looked all right, but I mean, we know he's it's uh, Kendricks. Well, that was a pretty good sign. Too bad he's yeah. probably going to be in jail in the next couple of days. But <laughs> I mean. well, sentencing—it's it, funny because the sentencing isn't until January, and everything that comes out 
about it is he's going to probably be sentenced and, and go to jail, but it almost just seems like he's no offense to my uh, Michael Kendricks. It seems like he, he's just kind of a buffoon when it comes to money. And, it, you know, he was collateral damage as far as what happened. It doesn't make it right, but I'm just saying, you know, I, I, these players don't grow up and are not taught how to deal with all the money that comes into them. So, I mean, you know, he shouldn't have broken the law, clearly, but also, you know, it's not like it's it's insider trading. Trading, I can't even say the word. So it's not like he, he's physical harming someone else, but... Yeah, how many times do you hear the, the the phrase insider trading with professional athletes? Exactly, uh, like never. Not very often. I think majority of them are quote unquote buffoons, but they hire good people to manage their money. So, I mean, they're not, you know, they, <laughs> like, you know, when Charles Barkley came out and said, um, you know, I'm not a role model. These, and I think I forget what it was. Was was it Sean Kemp or somebody? They said these. These guys go from being from needing role models to being role models overnight. So, I mean, it's a it's a um, you know they got to have good people on their side to teach them how to do that stuff. And I, you're right. I think he got caught up in a bad deal. And boy, the guy the guy's uh, the guy played well on Sunday though. <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, I, and and the other thing, I think they have a lot of insider traders uh, playing the defensive line because they don't seem to want to harm anybody either because. <laughs> They don't get any pass rush on the opposing quarterback. I mean, Frank Clark has – I kind of wrote about this yesterday. He has, he has two sacks this year. He's on pace for 16 if he gets one sack a game, which he could do. That would be like the the most silent 16-sack season ever. I mean, he doesn't consistently put pressure on the quarterback. He just gets a sack. He's, he's a phenomenal athlete, and he's very good. And it could be that, you know, you've got three people lined up on Frank Clark because who else is going to hurt you? Nobody. I mean, they have no pass rush. Uh, thankfully, you know, well, I say thankfully, um, you know, if they go up against the Cowboys, Cowboys ideally are going to run the ball, and they're going to try to run the ball with Ezekiel Elliott and Elliott, and they're going to work uh, Prescott into the passing game. And the receivers for the Cowboys are not world beaters. So, thankfully, this week they're not, on paper, going up against a team that's going to, put up a whole bunch of passing yards so they don't really have to focus on the pass rush they need to just maintain their lanes this week but but you know going forward i mean they're going to play, play the packers i mean they play a lot of good passing teams and they get no pass rush i mean that's another john schneider decision what in the world were they thinking i mean they didn't even try to go they re-signed Deion jordan which is nothing they they he can't stay healthy and then they drafted Rasheem green who's kind of taken a chance uh, that he can help the pass rush. They didn't do anything to go out and get a player who could help the pass rush. But, no, and you, you had you had Sheldon Richardson sitting on your team, and you let him go. And what's he doing? Oh, just tearing it up with another team. No big deal. <laughs> right. I mean, and maybe you had to get rid of Michael Bennett. I mean, maybe he was just a cancer in the in the locker room or whatever. But you didn't replace him with anything. No. And he he was still under contract, so you didn't have to get rid of him, per se. I don't. I don't know. I know they're trying to turn the. They're obviously trying to turn the roster over and get younger and things like that. But they're doing it like you pointed out. That, what kind of drafts have they had to do that? They get younger to what? Mediocre talent. Horrible. So, yeah, but I mean, you know, this year they actually have so, quite a few rookies. I mean, there is there is some young talent on the team. I just don't know if there's enough of it. I mean, obviously the punter is there for the next twenty years, hopefully, um, unless they cut him to make room for a backup safety. Maybe that's what they should do. And then yeah, that's uh, probably not off the table. <laughs> hey, um, but the big, but the other hefty lefty 
Hey, he made a 56 yarder. So yeah, the original he hefty so lefty being Jared Lorenzen. So that's you know, <laughs> the right. other hefty lefty. <laughs> yeah. Janikowski, he's, he's going to be all right. I mean, you know, he, he missed, he missed the bad field goal. I mean, it was still a long field goal in the first in week one. It wasn't Blair Walsh like, but right. um, yeah, I mean, he did, he made a 56 yarder and Carroll was pumped after that. It was almost pumped. Not like the team scored three points for the 56 yard field goal, but it was almost pumped. Like, Oh, thankfully, I, I, you know, I, we didn't screw the team up. We signed a player who can actually still play. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Dixon, Will Disley, you know, Carson's in his second year. They've they've got some Shaquille Griffin, like you pointed out. They've still got a lot of young talent on the team. It's just they don't have it in the right places. They got to get better talent pass rush because Green might be great, but who who knows? He may not be. And, and then Deion Jordan hasn't done anything so far. Frank Clark is, he has two sacks, and I think that that's it on the defensive line. I think, right? Um, I think so. And I mean, I would I would venture to say that Dallas has a better offense than the Chicago Bears. Um, yeah, they should. Yeah. So we're you know I don't think it's gonna <laughs> this week's gonna be any better. Yeah, I don't think uh, Prescott. You know, he's uh, so far he's not the greatest quarterback in the world, but he's he's better than Trubisky. I don't think Prescott's going to do. What did Trubisky with a key? He could have picked up that first down. It was what third and six or something. He rolls out to his left. Um, it's kind of a bootleg play, and instead of running right up the field, making an easy first down by maybe a yard, he starts to do run to his left and gets tackled. I mean, what in the world was that? And then you know some of those passing decisions were just. I'm not sure what he was trying to do. Uh, Griffin made the good pick on the fade route, and, you know, and but the other pick he had, it was a good catch by Griffin, but it was a horrible throw. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. Should have had another one, but hey, yeah, <laughs> that's why he plays cornerback, I guess. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a good story with Shaquem, uh, um, you know, Shaquem Green, um, but uh, so far that hasn't worked out at all, unfortunately. Um, no, and you know it's. I think you know it's. It's a you know the NFL is a whole different deal, and the guys are bigger and faster, and you got to think quicker. And you know he's made some mistakes, but you know hopefully, hopefully he can get it together. But you know that defense is. I was I was a little I was more worried about the defense coming into this season than I was the offense, and it seems to be the offense is a complete disaster. They don't know what they're doing. I know that like I said, Schottenheim. I don't know what he's if he knows what he's doing. And then the defense is holding their own. I mean, because they're, yeah. I mean, they're getting 20, you know, over 20 points scored on them. But still, with the offense the way it is, they, they're they on the field a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Just like every other year, it feels like, except they don't have the talent on defense to, I mean, how many times has Dixon, even if the Seahawks defense hasn't given up a ton of points, how many times has Dixon, pin the other team back and then the other team gets about back out to its 40 or 50 and just turns the table again i mean yeah, what did he he averaged what 45 yards a punt and one of them was nine yards was, yeah yeah <laughs> it's um and, and the other ones actually was one that you know was just kind of a short kick but um yeah i mean he he kind of overreacted a little bit it was a bad snap and he had to jump forward but he didn't have to still kick it that quickly i think he overreacted it was like a rookie mistake for on that kick and it was just that was after the griffin interception wasn't it where they ran three three uh, or they it was three and out and then they had the nine yard punt it was just like oh this is like this is the epitome of the season right now but, yeah, unfortunately we're gonna have the punter as the mvp again this year 
<laughs> well, actually, he, he, I think he's earning it at least. I mean, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, how'd you like to have that? You punt seven times, one of them is a nine yard punt, and your average is still 46, basically. Pretty solid. So, so the Dallas coming up, uh, and we've we've hit on that quite a bit already. But Sunday we have uh, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott uh, on the Cowboys side, and you know the same same issues going to happen with the Cowboys that has the first couple weeks. Dallas comes in with a pretty good defense, and they have a lot of good pass rushers. And is Russell Wilson going to get sacked six more times? I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, is it? No, not at all. Especially with the 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 poor decision making he's making, he's he's getting, plus the poor blocking. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, the blocking it's, is bad, I, but half those twelve sacks are on Wilson. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, and, but you I mean, got the Dallas has a Dallas does have a good defense, and that front line is good, and ours is not. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, Dallas defense is going to get even better after that Earl Thomas trade in week four. I mean, they're going to be... <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, prediction for, for Sunday? Well, I'm not I'm not seeing much. Uh, I'm, you know, the Hawks may score a couple touchdowns, so say 14 for the Seahawks, and uh, I would say we're looking over 20 again for the Cowboys, so let's go... So let's go twenty-seven, fourteen. Twenty-seven. Yeah, that sounds good. I think I think I have it at, at uh, twenty-one, thirteen, or twenty-thirteen. I'll go twenty-thirteen, uh, Dallas. I think it's still close because even as bad as the offense been, Seattle does that thing where it's like I think there's a rule, an NFL rule, where they have to keep it within seven points. Um, yeah. So you know they they could be except for the Rams game last year, but they could be you know just atrocious, and it's like oh, it's seven points. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, 0-3, 0-3 to start the season. I guess one hope is they get Wagner back. I don't know if Wright's going to be back, but Bobby Wagner will be back. It's at home. Maybe Russell will just play a lot better at home. Um, yeah, that's my hope anyway. Uh, or maybe they'll change offensive coordinators this, this week. Uh, there's uh, Maybe Steve Spurrier will come in and be like, hey, yeah. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would take it. So, yeah, I would. But uh, that's our show, and we'll be back uh, next week on the podcast to hopefully talk a Seahawks win, although Kevin and I don't have high hopes for that. So, Kevin, as always, you have the last two words. Go Hawks. <laughs>